Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. There are a couple of work zones, uh, nothing all that major. One is on the American Legion Bridge, the outer loop, the left shoulder left lane closed, the inner loop near 66. It's the right lane is blocked. There are no active work zones in Maryland reported, so all lanes are clear with no delays anywhere. Uh, the ride on 50 leaving the Capitol Beltway to the Bay Bridge running without delay at the Bay Bridge. The eastbound span is closed with two-way operations in effect on the westbound span. One lane open either direction. Uh, the central lane closes a buffer, and as you get across the bay to the eastern Sure, you find a nice and easy ride on Route 50, leaving Kent Island all the way to Ocean City. No worries on 95 or 295 between 495 and 695. 29 coming in from Ellicott into Silver Spring, running in the clear. No worries either side of 270 between Frederick and Bethesda. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit WindowNation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. The forecast for the final Friday of the year from 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Your morning temperatures a little on the chilly side, but at least it's not terribly cold. Starting out in the upper 30s to mid 40s across the area. Later today will top out around 50 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies with some light scattered showers. Main timing for the showers between 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It's actually fairly nice morning. 51 at Reagan National Airport. 50 at Dulles, 49 at BWI Thurgood Marshall Airport, 48 degrees in Friendship Heights. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up, Maine's chief elections officer says Donald Trump is ineligible to be on the state's primary election ballot. Also ahead... Suspects are still at large after stealing the personal vehicle of an off-duty Prince George's County police officer. I'm Matt Koufax. After D.C. announces plans to assess dozens of crime-fighting initiatives, where does that work stand? I'm Mike Marilla. There is no anonymity online. That's what one local school system is cautioning employees. I'm Grace Newton. Cleveland claims a playoff berth in the last Thursday night football game of the year. One o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. Texas and the federal government are headed to court. The U.S. DOJ sent a letter to Texas Governor Greg Abbott saying if the state doesn't forego enforcement of Senate Bill 4 by January 3rd, the U.S. will pursue all legal remedies to do so. Signed into law earlier this month by Governor Abbott, it creates a state criminal offense to cross the border from Mexico into Texas illegally and empower state and local police to enforce it. The goal of Senate Bill 4 is to stop the tidal wave of illegal entry into Texas. Migrant rights groups have already filed suit in federal court to block it. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Maine Secretary of State says Donald Trump is ineligible to be on the state's Republican presidential primary ballot under the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. Here's CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Maine allows the Secretary of State to disallow candidates without a court or legislative ruling. This case will surely make it before a state court judge to overturn the decision. In the meantime, the effect of the ruling has been suspended. American sailors and Marines are moving into the eastern Mediterranean, says CBS's David Martin. Joining another amphibious ship already there, that gives the U.S. military a much greater capability 
to evacuate Americans from Lebanon if the simmering conflict between Israel and the Iranian-backed terrorist group Hezbollah boils over. Iran says it has executed four, quote, saboteurs linked to Israel's intelligence service. Almost five million blenders are being recalled because they're unsafe, says CBS's Matt Piper. Blendjet 2 even cleans itself. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission says the Blendjet 2 portable blenders can overheat or catch fire, and the company has received 329 reports of blades breaking during use to the, date. The 17th annual Times Square Good Riddance Day gave people a chance to throw out, shred, or smash something that they wanted to rid themselves of. We are throwing away time spent in hospitals. Bye-bye. Uh, I got low self-esteem, low confidence, and fear. It's really good to like put, to like put just do away with it. You know, it's sometimes you need the physical manifestation. It puts a pen to the paper, if you will. Good Riddance Day is inspired by a Latin American tradition in which people stuff dolls with objects representing bad memories and then set them on fire. Students in a suburban St. Louis school district can now take elective black history courses. It's a reversal of the conservative-led school board's decision last week to cancel those classes, but the board says it must first approve the curriculum, which it says must be, quote, politically neutral. This is CBS News. Make, make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 103 on Friday morning, December 29th, 2023. 48 degrees. Cloudy, chilly overnight. Lows in the upper 30s near 40. there. I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. Police in Prince George's County looking for two suspects who escaped after carjacking an off-duty police officer. WTOP's Matt Koufax has more from near National Harbor. Prince George's County Police Chief Vernon Hale says one of his officers was off-duty with his family in the parking lot of a business building just across the street from one of the main entrances to Oxen Hill's Tanger outlets. That's when he says two suspects carjacked the officer. The officer was able to get his family safely out of the vehicle, discharge his weapon, and the suspects escaped including his personal vehicle. Police aren't saying how many shots were fired or the type of personal vehicle that was stolen. They also add they have no one in custody at this time, but the off-duty officer and his family are safe. As you can see, if this can happen to an off-duty officer, it can certainly happen to a family, and so we want to make sure that everybody remain diligent, take care of one another, and keep your eyes open. In Oxon Hill, Matt Koufax, WTOP News. It's 104, and by the end of the year, which is just a couple of days away, D.C. will be looking at a nearly 40% increase in violent crime and homicides reaching the highest level in more than 20 years. These numbers have the city assessing which of their crime-fighting initiatives are working and which aren't. So far this year, the city has seen 271 homicides and a big spike in robbery since last year. The increase we've seen is, in my view, part of a long-term strain on the whole environment. D.C. City Administrator Kevin Donahue says he believes fewer officers in the city played a role in the spike. So did the impact of COVID-19 on the court system. That has implications because cases can get stale. He says the city is halfway through looking at dozens of programs and initiatives that are in place to address crime. I prefer programs that that we know have shown results over the past few years, and we look to be able to expand on what we know has worked. And which ones will stick around will be revealed in the upcoming budget from the mayor. 
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A sting operation by police in Fairfax County has led to several arrests. WTOP's Shana Estulin tells us that targets were people trying to hurt children. Nearly all 10 are from Northern Virginia. Their ages range from 22 to 44 years old. They intentionally met with the undercover detectives for the purpose of committing an illegal sex act with a minor. Police Chief Kevin Davis says detectives interacted with the men on various online platforms. Our detectives are really careful during the operation to represent themselves as children. There's no gotcha game. Investigators say parents need to have tough conversations with their kids about safe online behavior and supervise and monitor their kids' online activity. Shane Stulen, WTOP News. It's 106 in Montgomery County. Public school leaders kicked off the holiday break with new reminders to teachers and staff about their social media postings. WTOP's Grace Newton reports it comes after some MCPS educators were disciplined for posts that some parents and Jewish leaders viewed as anti-Semitic. Employees are reminded to watch Watch what they post on social media and to make sure it aligns with the system's values. That's according to an email sent to staff members before winter break. Gila Franklin Siegel with the Jewish Community Relations Council of the Greater Washington Area says it's unfair to expect a student to sit in a teacher's classroom knowing what they said online. Their responsibility is to make sure that all children in their classrooms feel safe with them, that their students can feel completely respected for who they are by their educators. But the Montgomery County Education Association says the system has violated the teacher's due process by publicly condemning their actions before completing an investigation. WTOP has reached out to MCPS for comment on the email sent to staff, but has yet to receive a response. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Despite the recent mild temperatures, it really is winter, but there are questions about whether we will get any snow this winter. We only receive on average around 13 inches of snow. ABC 7 meteorologist Steve Rudin says we haven't even been close. Last season, we didn't have anything at all, and the year before that, it was also very low. Some blame the so-called D.C. snow holes, saying even areas south of us get more snow than we do. Rudin says downtown there's lots of concrete buildings and traffic. We have the Tidal Basin, we have the Potomac River, we have the Anacostia. All that can come into play when we see snowfall amounts. But overall, he says we get our share. As for this year... But I do believe that moving into the month of February, our chances are going to increase in terms of seeing the potential for at least accumulating snow. Neil Logenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in Money News, heading into the last trading day of a record-setting year on Wall Street. It's 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to the traffic center we go with Ken Berger. Thank you, Wayne. In Washington, right lane closed New York Avenue, inbound of Florida Avenue by the work zone that is set up and now currently active. And the traffic getting by in the right lane outbound New York Avenue between 1st Street and Florida Avenue. There's a very light volume of traffic through that scene, but what traffic there is is running a little bit slow through this construction zone. Also, uh, work zone that is set up and now currently active is on northbound 29 in Montgomery County between Sandy Spring Road and Noise Court. Right lane and the right merge lane are blocked along with the far right 
right shoulder. So move over to the far left side in Prince George's County on Croom Road, eastbound Maryland 382. Prior to Sasser Lane, work going on at the at, at the uh, Charles Branch. You'll find the right lane on right shoulder closed. And then on northbound 223, Woodyard Road between Rosaryville Road and Sherwood Drive, the northbound side closed with two-way operations on the southbound side. And at the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span is closed for the overnight road work. Two-way operations in effect on the westbound span, one lane open either direction. The central lane closed as a buffer zone. Then in Washington, the outer loop at the American Legion Bridge, left shoulder left lane left lane block because of equipment repair work. Beltway interloop near 66. It's the right it's the right lane that is blocked. And ongoing road work on 95 in uh, south of Springfield. It's between the Fairfax County Parkway and Lorton Road. Two right lanes are closed. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. About 70 hours, give or take, left in the old year. Here's the forecast, or at least part of it, from 7 News First Alert. Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Back to mostly cloudy skies and back to some rain, but nowhere near the rain that we had just the other day. Today, featuring only about a tenth of an inch of rainfall. So that will come with some scattered showers after lunchtime. This morning, your dry, about 38 to 46 degrees. Later today, we'll max out around 50 degrees. The rain should be ending around 10 p.m., and that means dry for Friday night and dry for the upcoming weekend. Mostly sunny to partly sunny skies around 50 degrees both Saturday and Sunday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 48 in Silver Spring for Belvoir with 51. It is 51 at Foggy Bottom brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, Dax, Pavers and Fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It's the last trading day of 2023, and what a year it's been. The Dow starts the day at a record high, 37,710. The S&P has been teasing us for days, creeping ever closer to its all-time high, but never quite getting there. Traders continue to price in expectations that the Fed will cut interest rates early next year. Analysts say those expectations could be overblown. The company that owns London's iconic Selfridges department store is asking its Thailand-based co-owner, Central Group, for cash after its other co-owner, Cigna Prime Selection, filed for insolvency. Cigna holds a range of assets, including a stake in New York's Chrysler Building. Where have all the bus stations gone? Terminals in many U.S. cities are closing as owners put the properties to more profitable use. The Wall Street Journal reports Chicago could lose its bus station, which serves half a million people a year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Trying to show some signs of life in Hong Kong, the Hang Seng's trying to claw back to... Level pegging, but not quite. Still down about 10 points. The Nikkei in Tokyo still off one half of 1%. And coming up on WTOP, more on the Maine Secretary of State's decision to keep former President Trump off of next spring's primary election ballot. 112. Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunization requirements and to find vaccine clinics throughout the district. Together, we can ensure all D.C. students are healthy and ready to learn by protecting them and our community against infectious disease. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization to learn more. 
Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Kelly Clarkson, and as the daughter of a school teacher, I know just how important education is. No matter how old you are or your situation, continuing to learn will enrich your life and help remove barriers you didn't even know were there. So much opportunity, y'all. Whether it's a foreign language, history, or a different way to look at things, take some time each day to learn something new. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. It's one thirteen. My name is Shauna Gray. I am a mother, and I am a native Washingtonian. My husband is working, and I am taking care of special needs children, which is a task. <laughs> I've always gone to the food bank to make ends meet. Me and my husband, sometimes we won't eat just to make sure that they have an extra meal in their mouths because I want them to do the things that they dream of. One in three of our DMV neighbors faces hunger. Hear their stories at hungerishere.org. Brought to you by the Capital Area Food Bank. Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. can always find people who are helping. Thank you to all the first responders who put their lives in danger to help us when my brothers and sisters need them. We look out for the helpers because they look out for us. Learn how you can help first responders by texting BRAVE to 24365. Still to come this morning, there is encouraging news for riders of Metro's Red Line this morning. We'll update you just ahead. More news in just under 60 seconds. The WTOP December Charity of the Month is Beacon House. For over 30 years, Beacon House has provided high-quality after-school programming in Northeast Washington, D.C.'s Edgewood neighborhood. Beacon House has helped hundreds of children graduate from high school with a plan for their future. As a black-led, black-serving organization, Beacon House is now an integral part of the Ward 5 community's social fabric, and it is recognized as a critical nonprofit by Spur Local. For more info, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8th, and when it breaks. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 115 with Ian Crawford. Glad we could get together on Friday morning. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Maine's Democratic Secretary of State has removed former President Trump from the state's presidential primary ballot under the Constitution's insurrection clause. Sheena Bellows becomes the first election official to take the action unilaterally in a decision that has potential electoral college consequences. Political White House and Washington reporter Daniel Lippin joined WTOP's Dimitri Sotis with more on this latest development. Well, legally, this is destined for the Supreme Court. And so it will be interesting to see how they rule. It's theoretically possible they could say, well, he is ineligible. And that would lead to every other state basically taking them off the ballot. But more likely, they're going to say in potentially a unanimous decision that he hasn't been charged with insurrection. So he is eligible to be on the ballot. Politically, this keeps him in the news, and that makes it much harder for candidates like Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis to get any oxygen politically for their campaigns. People who really detest Trump and, and don't want to see him on the scene anymore may be celebrating in, in, a, in a way tonight. But if you look at the bigger picture, I wonder if his supporters getting so ticked off about this and not being allowed to even vote for him on the ballot would be really uh, damaging to the nation. I think that this further cements his chokehold on his Trump supporters and that this makes them more loyal to him. 
But it also, long-term, politically, uh, the more he is in the news, the worse it is for him politically. Because when it's a choice between Trump and Biden, he does much worse than when it's just a referendum on Biden and how he's handled the economy and foreign policy. And so that's why it's it's good news short-term for him but bad news long term if he's going to be, you know, his legal woes are the top of mind for next year as well. I think that we've learned that even though three members of the Supreme Court are handpicked by Donald Trump and by extension, the Federalist Society, that doesn't mean they necessarily vote his way. They don't always, and they have lifelong tenure, so they don't need anything from Trump anymore. They would probably face more threats than you could ever imagine where they would need 20 security guards for uh, if they took them off the ballot for the rest of their lives. And so they may not want to uh, take that risk. But also they were unwilling to help him in the 2020 election. So they realize they have their own legacies to uphold and they try to look at the law as best they can. Do you have one more thought? I mean, it just seems like we've got to wait for the Supreme Court and there would be increased pressure on the high bench to act now. Yeah, because it's going to be really interesting to see how fast they actually rule, uh, whether it's enough for ballots to be printed or whether they're going to, uh, because they have to take arguments from both sides. And so they may temporarily stay orders. And so you saw how the Republican Party in Colorado appealed that ruling to the Supreme Court. And so uh, how fast they rule and whether they can keep the country kind of unified in terms of whether we want to be able to vote for Trump. That's a very important question for the court's credibility. That is White House and political uh, political White House and Washington reporter Daniel Lipman. Top stories we're working on this morning at WTOP. Maine becomes the second state to remove former President Trump from the 2024 primary ballot following Colorado. An off-duty police officer involved in an attempted carjacking and shooting at the Tanger Outlet Mall in Oxon Hill near National Harbor. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the moments ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Ken Berger in the Traffic Center. Thank you, Ian. A good-looking ride in the Virginia area on the Capitol Beltway. Only two work zones, neither of which are causing any delays. First, you've got the inner loop, right lane block near 66, and the out loop at the American Legion Bridge. It's the left shoulder, left lane that are closed. But again, traffic getting by these without too much difficulty. What is causing a brief delay is the on the inner loop of the Beltway. There's a lane shift where lanes go from 4 to 3 in the new traffic pattern. This is because of the ongoing uh, 495 Express Lanes Extension Project. And that is causing an extremely brief delay as you make your way to the Dulles Toll Road. Once you clear that, though, the ride on the inner past the American Legion Bridge and into Maryland clear. And once you get into Maryland, you'll find no delays as you make your way between 270 or heading past 95 down the corner in the southeast past Branch Avenue. And then heading over to the Wilson Bridge in Washington, both sides of the southeast-southwest freeway wide open. All lanes are clear on both DC 395 and DC 695. No congestion. No congestion. Congestion either side of the 3rd Street Tunnel between the freeway and New York Avenue. DC 295 coming in from the city-county line to the 11th Street Bridge running in the clear. And no worries either side of I-295 between the flyover ramp and the beltway south of town. The work zone in uh, Maryland is at the Bay Bridge where the eastbound span is closed. Two-way operations on the westbound span. One lane open either direction but no congestion. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Into the final weekend of the old year. 
with this forecast from 7 News First Alert. Meteorologist, Chief Meteorologist, Veronica Johnson. Starting out here this morning, dry with mostly cloudy skies and temperatures anywhere from 38 in our colder regions to 46 degrees right inside the Beltway. Winds are light out of the northwest. Later today, we'll max out around 50 degrees with mostly cloudy skies still and some scattered light showers around the area between 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. That's your chance of rain, probably the highest chance around D.C. Metro between 5 and 9 p.m., looking to receive about a tenth of an inch of rain. That's not much at all, considering all the rain that we had just with the last weather maker. Uh, We'll dry out just in time for the weekend, mostly sunny to partly sunny skies around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson at the First Alert Weather Center. 49 degrees in College Park and in Fairfax, it is 51 along the National Mall, brought to you by Len the Plumber, Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. I had on WTLP, it's yet another scam involving gift cards. Authorities in our area have taken at least a little bite out of it. It's 121. Flooded vehicles from recent hurricanes will be flooding the used car market, so buyer beware. If you're in the market for a used vehicle, be on the lookout for flood damage and make sure you have a qualified mechanic inspect it before you buy. The free VinCheck service from the National Insurance Crime Bureau is a good place to start. Head over to NICB.org to check it out. To report fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at school can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. It's 122. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. 123 and just in time for the holiday weekend, Metro says construction on the red line through downtown D.C. will be wrapped up early. Metro says normal service will resume Saturday morning, tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Metro adds critical repairs and upgrades to the red line started on December 18th and are wrapping up a day earlier than expected. Also a reminder, Metro Rail is running late on Sunday night for New Year's revelers, staying open until 2 Monday morning. Two California men charged here in the D.C. area in connection with a gift card scam. Fairfax County police say the pair was busted last week at a Target where they're accused of altering gift cards. Police linking them to a scam running in other states. And WTOP's Sandra Jones tells us there are ways you can protect yourself against this latest scheme. Scammers are at it again. Police say they're stealing gift cards from stores, copying the number and security code. Then they reseal them and put them back on the shelves. So when you load money onto the gift card, the scammer drains it. Unfortunately, buying gift cards is perilous these days. Edgar Dorsky is the founder and editor of Consumer World. I mean, it seems to me that retailers should be keeping these cards behind the counter just the way they keep cigarettes. 
cigarettes and valuable things. Police say always check the gift card for tampering or resealing. Many gift cards have an activation sticker or label on the back. Make sure it has not been peeled off or replaced. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Virginia doctors encouraging people to get their flu shots after the state's health department announces the first death of a child this season due to the flu. The State Department of Health says a child 5 to 12 years old in Virginia's eastern region died from complications associated with the flu. State Health Commissioner Dr. Karen Shelton told the public she's urging everyone who is 